Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome or welcome back to my favorite weekly event sesh. My name is Nikki and I'm the creator and host of the Black Sheep in Powder Pink. Now is the time to fill your glasses to the rim and pack your bowls a little fatter than usual because trust me, you may need them here. There's no filters, no guidelines, and absolutely nothing is off limits. It's all sass and no shades, sis. Are you ready? Let's go going to be a completely different type of episode so prepare you guys there are going to be cuts because i'm with the cutties <laughs> i'm just kidding this is like the most organic episode that i've ever posted with one of the realest bitches on my fucking team i hope that you guys enjoy and we try to stay on topic but i mean you'll feel the vibes so just enjoy what's up podcast family like always i have missed you all as though a million moons have passed us and in the time that i let pass us by like first of all shame on me but i am gonna bless you guys with i mean i don't know she's fucking heaven sent and everything that she has to say is just <laughs> chef's kiss anyway without further ado this episode is going to be, um, you know, through the bullshit and the good shit, the things that my homies taught me. It's a mini-series, if you're not following along, that I have had on my podcast. And it, it just, it, it's just like me, my friends, and us talking to you guys about the most relatable things that we have gone through. 1000% vulnerable. She has no idea what I'm asking her, but obviously we are respecting boundaries always. So, <laughs> without further ado, let's all welcome my beautiful Peter Pan heaven sent Tiger Lily. Oh, I like that. Ooh. Damn. Ooh. I love that entrance. Hi, people. Hi, guys. Welcome me with open arms, please. Welcome me with only, open arms. Only open arms. Uh, honestly, when Kanye was talking about starting his album uh, from his garage, uh -huh. look at us. We're right here. In the bathroom. We're right here. On the bathroom floor. <laughs> so I don't want anyone to fucking say that they can't because they can. Yes, absolutely. And we're showing you. You can make anything happen anything happens. Guess what first? You gotta believe in yourself. Of course. So that's what this week's episode is about. We have literally, honestly, it's, it's kind of sickening how, how we both reached our version of rock bottom together. Mm -hmm. We didn't yep. know that we were there together yep. because people are so prideful and they just don't want other people to know that like they're going through something. Yep. But it's like, it's like give yourself some some space to be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And and share that, but it's not easy. So I want this episode to be encouraging to the people who are strong. Yeah. Who um, the people that like no one ever is like, hey, are you okay? Because you're busy asking people if yeah. they're okay. Yeah. Like I want this episode to be for the strong ones yeah like our soldiers yep because you're my soldier yeah 
And like, you're mine too. Literally, you we, know, the village. We, you guys, you guys don't understand. Like, literally, she had her first like little show. Yeah. And yep. I was creating flyers for her. More, more than that. Magical. You were, you were way more than that. You believed in me. I did. You believed in me. You never questioned about it. You, you were just like, I got your back. And we had just met. Literally, I didn't know you from a can of paint, mm-hmm. and you were just like. I love your vibe. I love what you're doing. Let me support you. And, and, there, and like, there's people like that that you yes. will meet. Don't deny them. Like it's like hard I said, to accept them. Once again, Nikki didn't know me from a can of paint. I did not. And she was just like, and I still do your flyers for free. You still for I, free. I always will. Oh, she won't. She won't let me pay her, y'all. I'll be like, please, Nikki, <laughs> let me pay you. She like, no, no I believe no. in your dream. But I want she you to be also happy. wait. Shout out to the party wizard. Yep, because she is also a bartender there, and bitch, I will not pay for my drinks. Oh no, uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. But anyway, before we fucking dive into this episode, our first shot of the day. Ready? Yeah. Are you ready? ready? Okay. Where's my pickle back? Where the fuck is my chaser? <laughs> oh, this Let's bitch go. done got herself a chaser. Said fucking. Let's okay. Go. Mm. That shit will never get never get used to that shit. Ever. Never, never. 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 I don't care. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. Anyway. But this guy, this guy, um, he's like a hundred and something years old. He said, I said, what is it to a good life? He said, he's like, I take a couple of shots of tequila a day. I said, well, shit, I can do what the fuck he doing. <laughs> I'm still fucking gagging. I just, <laughs> I know. It never gets, can never get, you can never get used to it. Ever. You never get used to it. But that's the thing about life. And that's what we want to normalize. Is like, like, I don't, I don't fucking understand what, I don't understand why we grew up thinking that we were going to reach a certain age and everything was meant to fall into place. Mm. Because right now, I'm going to be 29 at the end of the year. Oh, you look... Uh, mm. Pew, 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 pew. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And you're doing good. And you're doing great. I'm going through a mini midlife crisis. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I've just learned to accept the fact that it's okay. It's okay. Listen. Listen to what I'm saying. So, people always feel like, okay, at... 25 i'm supposed to have this done mm-hmm. 20 especially 30 30 is like i don't know what it is about a 30 age but it's 18 it starts at 18 yeah. you graduate high school your parents are expecting you to pick where you're going yeah but a lot of things see okay so that that i think that's that, where it starts i think that's the pressure of life parents once we hit 18 we're on the same page they're like, you're supposed to know what, what you want to do in life and how you want to do it. And you also got the pressures of life, right? Mm-hmm. When I say the pressures of life, I mean like um, going essentials. to college. Buying your essentials. Yeah. Going to the fucking store, buying your own mouthwash, buying toothpaste, body wash. And you know what's crazy is that like you, it's not just parents, it's fucking American Pie. It's Disney Channel. Yeah. It's it's so many things around us that are telling us like, hey, 
at 18, if you don't have your shit together and you're not moved out of your fucking mom's house, there's something wrong with you. But also, too, the parents are, some parents are kicking us out mm-hmm. at 18. Yeah. They're like, oh, you legal and da 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 I'm like, okay, but I'm still trying to figure it out. Well, I had a baby at 17. Oh, so see. So, it... It hits so different for me because I did have a supportive mom, but at the same time, I had a mom who was like, go, mm. get your shit together. Mm. You have a baby. And I'm like, girl, I'm a baby with the baby. Thank you. How the fuck am I supposed... You know what? Something that I really want to push on our youth, not even our youth, mm-hmm. I want to push this on people our age because... It's important for everyone, even people who are beyond our years, Mm -hmm. to understand that the world that we live in is not what it was. No. It's not. I I think I live in the hood. Do you think you live in the hood? Don't say the city. Don't say the city that we live in. (laughs) Right. No, seriously, don't. Because people are crazy. Okay, look. I don't think that... You and I live by each other. Yeah, like I don't a block we, away. Yeah, I don't think that we live in the hood, but we don't live in in luxury. Right, it's still hood. Right, we're still it, we working are, hard. To, oh my gosh, I don't want to share this city that we live in, but at the end of the day, we call our city the freeway city because that is true. It's the freeway city. It's oh, a they about to, city. They're about to figure it out. You're 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 twenty minutes if okay. If you've ever watched any like LA movie Twenty minutes away we from live everything. Twenty everything. minutes away from everything. Twenty minutes away from everything. the beach. Twenty minutes away from downtown LA. Twenty minutes we away live from in the heart. Hollywood Hollywood, twenty minutes away from LA. Everything. From fucking everything. But let's so, let's bring it back to um No, res- our mental health. Respectfully. No 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 no. We we won't get to that part. But let's bring it back to um just eighteen years old. Okay, but that, like that was it, though. That, that was, was it. it. Okay. Wait, imagine... Okay, do you know how many kids grow up having this vision of who they want to become? Yeah. And do you know how many kids want and just envision themselves in our lives? Yeah. Without yeah. realizing that <laughs> our lives ain't shit. <laughs> but it's not shit. I mean, I don't want to be a self-absorbed asshole. Yeah. I fucking understand that there are other countries who... It's way worse than us. Way worse. Way worse. With that being I, I, said, I am thankful to God and to the people around me that have given me the privilege to not have experience, you know, something worse than what L.A. can offer me. But at the same time... It's just everybody's battle is so different. And LA is just so cutthroat that it's like beyond being a superficial, you know, it's it's hard. And it's like everybody trying to come to LA makes it hard for the LA babies to survive here. Because it's like my mom has such high expectations for me because Mm -hmm. of what she went through living in LA. Mm -hmm. But she just doesn't realize or... In general, people just don't realize, like, you know, to get your own apartment when you were my age as a parent, like, you know, my mom, like, a couple years ago, they could have totally done a two-bedroom for $900 a month. Mm-hmm. I could have done that shit, too. I could have done that shit, too. So, it's like, parents need to 
be a little lax with their kids because it's not easy. But I also need to push you guys because we have to do it for ourselves. And the world is constantly Mm -hmm. evolving Mm -hmm. and either you're with it or you're not. So, yes, absolutely. I be I think that and I would say, you know, I'm 30, you're 29, I'm 35. I mean, you're not my generation, but you Our are. Our age gap is not. It's not a big difference. So yeah. we have the same we have the same parents age range. I think that a lot of we have our parents are they didn't heal. No. They didn't heal. Mm-hmm. And they had babies not being healed. So when you have babies and you're not healed from your trauma, then you're raising kids with trauma. Think about our generation. She'd be harder. We on top of that are the generation that there was okay, the first guys, everything. There was no internet before us, guys. Yeah. We had dial up. Yeah, we did. Like AOL. if like <laughs> If my mom called the house and I was on the inner Schmidt fixing up my little yep. MySpace page, my mom yep. knew. And it wasn't something that I can just, you know, hide or something mm-hmm. that, like, there was no privacy in me mm-hmm. growing up. So mm-hmm. it's like, my mom knew everything. And, mm-hmm. and and they take so much advantage of that because I have a 10-year-old son going on 13. 30 honestly and shout out to you and i don't know shit that's going on oh but oh my god my foot fell asleep hold on (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding my foot really did fall asleep but we did take a little intermediate break for shop here you go guys this one's for you guys all right that one it really was for you guys but we just we couldn't do it it's kind of gross. That was a lot. It was a lot. I don't know what the fuck she thought we were doing, <laughs> but we weren't there yet. Anyway, 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 we are 13 minutes into this episode, and... Oh, uh, you know I record, too, so I'll be doing, like, stop uh, it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You little, little Oh, panda. shit. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, shit. Little I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> my little Kung Fu Panda got... Uh, a little excited but back to okay wait like i said we're 13 minutes into this episode and we are barely scratching the surface because this week's episode is about i mean i'm kidding my whole season my life is about mental health it's about the importance of mental health and just like recognizing like mm-hmm. little red flags and mm-hmm. making them normal and okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Y'all, it's really okay. Like, it's okay to have bad days. It's okay to feel like the world is against you. It's okay to feel like you're in quicksand because if you watched Scooby Doo, when you were growing up, like I did, then you would think that quicksand was like keeping you from evolving or just keeping you from moving forward. But in reality, like quicksand isn't shit. Yeah, no, seriously. So I did. So today is May the 20th. 20th? Maybe, maybe. Is it the 20th? Well, no, what, what, is it is. Friday? <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday? It's Friday, Friday. Yeah, you know. Anyway, anyway. But um, so 
I literally, so I have been, okay, one thing about me is I'm just a happy person, like, or I appear to be happy. And for a long time, I haven't been happy. I know what it looks like. And this is me being vulnerable, you guys. Like, you guys don't know this about me. But it's like when Nikki was saying, you know that that meme, it so sounds so cliche, but it really is the truth. Check mm-hmm. on your strong friends. Check the people who appear to be happy all the time. The people who appear to be have it all together. The people who appear to be. And it's not even about financial. <coughs> like, you can have all the money in the world. All the money in the world. But... It still be. It means nothing. Nothing. It means nothing. Nothing. It means nothing. Okay, wait. Exactly. No, you, that wasn't what I told you. I told you that I was happy like Robin Williams. Yeah. Robin Williams was a. And you know what? I, I related to her with that. Because I picture that. Robin Williams was an actor and a comedian. He's a comedian. Comedian and, and he, he didn't miss Dalfire. And he, he didn't miss Dalfire. Yes. He had everything in the world. Everything he dedicated world. his fucking life to making everybody happy. happy. And what he, he did? How did he die? He killed himself. The end. And the end. The end. That was it. He had all the money. He had no financial problems. But he made sure everybody else was good and deep down inside he wasn't good. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I always thought about him or whatever. So, fast forward to, I was having red flags for myself. and But I was ignoring my own red flags. And I'm just like... Wait, really fast before we dive into our personal stories. I just want to make it very clear that it's not that we're idolizing any celebrity deaths no there are so many people that go through suicidal suicidal thoughts Mm -hmm. suicidal tendencies Mm -hmm. and i have found myself there Mm -hmm. i've battled those thoughts Mm -hmm. i still battle them it's like the moment that they engrave in your brain Mm -hmm. you can't let them go yeah so this conversation is not just for you know robin williams no no this is for Every person in the world, every living human being, every ant, every animal, anybody who can breathe. Any breathing. Because breathing. remember, animals got feelings too. Mm-hmm. As long as humans. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? We just can't talk to them. But, um, no, we can't. But you know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a whole nother podcast. Is this episode 14? No, I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> but... It's for... This is for us right now. It's for, it's for us. The this is for us right now. It's for everybody. Anybody and our mental walking. health isn't important. Yes. And whether you're a celebrity or not, whether you're a comedian or not, whether you have a fucking blue check by your name, it doesn't matter. But you matter. Ex- and you know, exactly. it, it's really hard because for a long time, I grew up feeling like I didn't matter because my... Parents went through a really shitty fucking divorce. And mm-hmm. and them dealing with their own shit made me feel like I had to figure out my own shit. Mm-hmm. So I made the mistake and I got into a relationship mm-hmm. where I was just like craving this love. Such a love. Yeah, I was about to say that. So, so, I, love. so, so I was like settling mm-hmm. for, for, but you know, it was my mental health. Mm-hmm. Because sure. I wasn't all the way there. 
for sure and it's it's a cycle that we have to break we have to break it and that's why i went back and said from the very beginning parents we and i'm not a parent but i say we because i you You know you've went through it but i'm not a parent but i'm saying we because i'm here with y'all as parents not being a parent you're a human being yeah we have to heal ourselves first because we're not gonna do anybody else justice if you don't heal yourself first when you go on the plane what they say can i fight you on that go ahead i think that the world as a justice has gone through so much trauma not even necessarily like as themselves as individuals but as a whole because like you get scared i don't know if you get scared i'm speaking for myself but like the thought of going to a music festival fucking scares me because somebody already fucking shooted up a music festival think about um is it coach um that country festival where mm-hmm. that guy shot up in vegas oh yeah you know and that's a safe space that's a safe space mm-hmm. everybody lo- like you know um coach fest i don't know what it's fucking called i'm sorry to but that's why what i was saying was parents and I'm not, no judgment here, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I can only speak for myself experience. Of course. Yeah. Because the guy who did that, we don't know what his, if his parents in. Not like that. Not like that. Not like that. It's but okay. like that. It's okay. You know, it starts from, I feel, I feel. And remember, I, I got to say, I feel. Because when I say I feel, that don't mean that's the truth. This is my perception. I feel that we have to create a solid foundation as much as possible. No, we're not going to get it right because we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But let's try to change the narrative. Yeah. If we see a pattern. My grandmother had a mental illness. But how can you find the pattern? I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to use myself as an example. Okay. My grandmother had a mental illness. Okay. Damn, my mother ended up having a mental illness. Okay. So that's grandmother, mother. How do you feel about yourself? I definitely have a mental illness. But my mother, you know what? I'm not, shout out to my mama. You know what I mean? I'm not going to bash my mother. I love my mother. She did the best that she could with the tools that was given to her. She tried. And And she did her shit, though. Out of six kids. No, obviously she did her shit. You know what I mean? Obviously, she with that being obviously said, the work that she did made an impact, right? Yes, but but what I would I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be I would be I'm sorry I would be lying if I said I didn't resent her for having to go through what I went through to get to who I am today. Okay, so you want to know something? Okay, so I, my parents don't know this. This is like a new, like when I release my book, they're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. But when my parents got divorced, mm-hmm. um, I made the decision to start going to church. Okay. And my pastor physically assaulted me and abused me. And oh, when my parents were going through a divorce, I thought, you know, I'm going to find peace and solitude at church. 
I made the decision to dive into my Christianity. Mm-hmm. And I was physically assaulted. Shit. And I've never shared that. I'm so I, sorry. I'm, I wanted to share that with my book, but I wanted it. I it just like, you know, the moment, the feels, like I just felt like I have to share it. And I want to push the fact that like, it isn't necessarily you diving into like a positive aspect or you trying to redirect where your feelings are coming from, but it's like weird and fucked up shit things happen. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and it's like it's not things that we deserve. Mm-hmm. I was a child. I did not fucking deserve that. And now that I'm an adult, I feel like my parents kind of resent me because I couldn't open up to them and I I couldn't say this isn't... But can you... Do you remember when we were in third grade, fourth grade, whatever the fuck? Can you imagine coming out as gay? Girl. Can you imagine... Um, can you imagine yourself telling your parents that you were sexually assaulted? No. No. And it's like, these are mental health things that like we had to learn and navigate on our own because not only did the internet break our minds, but these, the internet brought so many things to light that we were going through mm-hmm. that nobody wanted to talk about because, right. because my parents went through their divorce. It was fucking horrible, but I found solitude in God and I found that at church. So for me to be sexually assaulted at church by my my pastor, um, my lead pastor, Carlos Nunez. Oh shit! I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Okay. She's the first and last name. Mm-hmm. I mean, but see, look, listen, this, listen, this is therapy. This gonna help people. So no, it helps. It helps. And it help you first. This is my my bread and butter, girl. I I feel it. It's my bread and butter. I feel it. This makes me happy. That's that's what we're talking about. Happiness. Because we about to fast forward to mental health. What happened to the both of us? You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. What makes us happy? Let's get there. The fact the the thing about it is we do a lot of things, and I know a lot of people can relate. We do nope. a lot of things. Let's get there. Wait. Okay. Let's get there. Okay. So I went through going through that as a child, keeping it to myself. And and just, like, wanting more. Like, you know, it's like everybody lives through life and they're just like, trust God, trust God, trust God. But it's like, what fucking happens when you do trust God and you go to church and you listen to your fucking Bible study administrator and then you realize, like, fuck, I was sexually assaulted by somebody who I saw as an idol at church. So, mm. my parents were going through a divorce, obviously absent. I found my loving God. I was sexually assaulted in his home. Where the fuck am I supposed to go? Mm. Where am I supposed to go? Mm. Where am I supposed to go? Mm. Exactly. Because that's supposed to be your safe haven. But I love God. I love God. It was a lesson. I think he brought me here. That sexual assault brought me here. And I think that it... Only the strongest survive. I hope you know that. I love that phrase. Only the the strongest survive. That's the world. And so I was sexually assaulted in um, elementary school. I was in fifth grade by my 
pastor, study, advisor, whatever the fuck. And what's crazy was my parents were going through an ugly divorce. Mm-hmm. So my escape was going to church. I went to church. I found God. And then my that. pastor started sexually abusing me. No. And then the peace that I found at church was not, it wasn't there. It was just as scary. Got you. You feel me? Got you. So I had to really, it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I realized the power of love and happiness Mm -hmm. is in me. Mm -hmm. It's in me. Yes. 1000%. It starts with you and then everybody else around you is just a plus. A plus. But if you're not happy... I'm sorry, I'm over here like talking to her. Okay. Hey, you if you're not happy, <laughs> if you're not happy with yourself, I always tell people all the time. I said, nobody can make you happy. Things can make you happy. Happiness start happiness starts within. within. And then within. And then everything else around you is an abundance of that. It's just a plus. Okay, do you hear how beautiful we sound? Like, do you hear the advice that she's giving me? Like, I need you guys to understand that we are beautiful women. We are so smart and just so capable. But guess what? We were at our version of rock bottom. Yeah. I at reached least, it. At the same time. At the same time. We didn't even know. At the same time. We didn't even time. know. And you want to tell your story first and not tell mine? Yeah, I can. Go ahead. Tell I your have story no problem. First. Okay. So, I was... I mean... My story is a little sketchy, only because it's like, I still love him. He's the one that put and me there. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. And I want to normalize that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with th- the person who traumatized you being a part of your life. But like, you need to grow from that. Mm-hmm. It's your decision when it comes to what you do with what happens to you. So it's like, fucked up shit happens to everybody. But what are you going to do with that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I literally made the decision to make what I could of what I've had. And with that, I found myself in a very horrible, dark place. Very horrible, dark place. Like, literally, I I literally don't want to call him out. It's too soon. It's too soon. But, you know, I could have ended up in jail. I could have lost everything that I had going for myself Mm. because this person made a very selfish and ugly decision to do the most, you know? Mm. My hood people, you know, people from L.A., if you call 911, if you follow a report on anybody, that's enough. That's it. That's enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. So I caught myself in a very horrible position where... I had to be held against my will and I had to really face the demons that I placed Mm. in front of myself because I put myself there. No, but let's keep it 100 because that's what brought us together. Mm -hmm. And that's why I heard But we didn't realize that until We didn't know, we didn't know. But let's keep it 100 because if we're going to help the people, we got to keep it 100. So... When she said held against her will, she's giving me, okay. So when she's going through that, we didn't know her and I have been friends. We already got the intro about how we friends. I only been knowing Nikki for like barely even a year. But you know, when you have a bond with somebody, you have a bond with somebody. So, you know, 
I'm going to keep it a spade, a spade. I'm going to keep it 100 because I'm not here to sugarcoat shit. Um, I had been battling. Well, I never felt these. I had something dramatic happen to me in October. And I'm not ready to talk about it. Like, but we, me and Nikki, we realized. We, I'm like, damn, bitch, we was going through the same shit. Like, we didn't even know it. So, with that being said, I started having these certain feelings. Like, I just, I wake up every day and I just wasn't happy. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. Like, I just, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. When I say I want to do it, I don't want to do this thing called life. I wouldn't say that I wanted to commit suicide, but I kind of just was like, fuck life, if that makes sense. Like, fuck, fuck everything around me. And anybody who knows me, like, I'm never like that. You know what I mean? So, I have been feeling this. I'm like, okay, Sean, just keep pushing through. And anybody who knows me too, my job is very demanding. My my life, my life is surrendered around. Sur- She's a fucking creator. So if she is not moving, if she is not fucking working, no money is getting made. Right. And my life is centered around making you. everybody else happy, taking care of everybody else. Yeah. You do so, hair, you a singer, everything. Comedian. Oh shit, that's my plus. And let's so. just uh, <laughs> I could give you guys a lineup about Man. Sean's fucking but you know, her job at the end of the day was to make everybody else happy. Right. But that was the mistake that she made. And that's the mistake I made. Because I have no problem sharing that I did lose a baby. And it it was a really fucked up situation. And I don't feel like I have a right um, on my partner's end to share our experience. So, like, I don't think I need to go through detail with you guys when it comes to what the loss was that I felt, how I felt it, you know, in general. But I lost a part of me that I thought was going to grow with me. And I feel like the world was so, is so fucked up that Mm -hmm. it's like I'm trying to get by. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I finally did something that was right. Mm -hmm. And I checked it off my list. Mm -hmm. And and it didn't go right. Mm -hmm. It didn't go right. Mm -hmm. And it made me feel like a fucking loser. Because I'm 28. Mm -hmm. Everybody around me is just like getting married. Mm -hmm. Having kids. That was going back to what we were talking about earlier today. When you feel like you read certain age when you're supposed to uh, check check up. Get married. Check up. Remember we were talking about that? But that's not how life works. It's not. It's not. And they need to normalize that. Exactly. So me and Nikki, we was talking today. We just, you know, and, and God works in so many ways, but because she didn't even know. Mm-hmm. So we just haven't just seen each other. We ran into each other. And I was like, girl. What's up, podcast family? Like always, I've missed you all as though a million moons have passed us. I know it's been so long since I checked back in, but I brought you guys the world's greatest gift. Without further ado, dun 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 dun! Tiger Lily! Tiger Schmilly! <laughs> anyway, hi. We just recorded like a whole hour episode, but I wanted to show her like we're better than that. I mean, it doesn't get any realer than what we got. 
but I just need to go. I need to get straight to the point because the thing about me and her is that we are literally like blabbermouths. So I feel like the last episode, like it was like a little test run, but we were just like diarrhea yeah. of the mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we came here to fucking push mental health because, um. It's a little hard for me to share this, but we literally just went through the same thing at the same time without even realizing. And I want to normalize it because it's important. I don't want to beat her on the bush, even though I might have a little bush. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have a fucking bush. Anyway, I just I just feel like it's important. I yes. feel like I feel like we recorded a dope ass episode. Super. But I think that our message is more important. Absolutely. Than that dope ass episode. Absolutely. And I feel like if I'm sitting here with you for an hour and my ass hurts. Yes. 45 minutes my of too. some real shit. My no be, ass. It's worth it. It's yes. so worth it. So I, I'm going to be real with you guys. And I've recently transitioned a lot. I shared with you guys during my last episode that I was in love and new things were coming for me. But in this modern day and age, I've lost a baby. I have gone through so many environmental changes that are just so beyond me and so beyond my capability to grasp that I'm so disappointed in myself in the fact that like I went through that personally. But most importantly, I didn't share what I was going through with someone who I love because I love you, Sean. I love you, too. Seriously. I love you more than life. Seriously. And I... Is it okay if I... Yeah, come on. <laughs> and I didn't realize that Sean was going through the same thing that same I was. Same exact thing. Because she lost a baby, too. Yep. And we spiraled. And I need to normalize the spiral. Mm-hmm. I need to let people know... It's fucking okay to hit rock bottom. It's okay. It's okay. Because you can only go up from there. It's not normal. People don't normalize it. And let's Pe- be honest. People be honest. are not here and saying, oh, it's okay that you all saw your shit. It's okay that you're fucking confused. I've never in my entire fucking life heard anybody say, oh, Nicole, you're confused. But that's okay. It's okay. I've never heard that. It's okay. I've never, Nicole, you can't pay your rent, but guess what? It's okay. It's okay. okay. I've never heard, Nicole, you don't have medical insurance, but you need to go to the doctor, but guess what? It's okay. I've never heard that. I have never watched a sad, or I've never watched Titanic and heard somebody say, it's okay. It's okay. Because it's not. And we need to normalize the fact that Sometimes shit's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things are not okay. Mm-hmm. And we we can't fucking... That's not... You know, we have no control over that. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, her and I just lost a baby. And it's literally not something that we went out and vocalized. It's not something that we put on our fucking shoulders like a prideful badge that we were just you know it's a fucked up situation whether it be a health issue whether it be a mental issue whether it be pro fucking choice it just didn't work out for us and it wasn't even us 
it was our environment, it was our partners. It was ultimately just the way that we were raised, the way that we grasped the concept mm-hmm. of just life and survival. Yeah. Because everybody moves and lives off instinct. Like, yeah. the way... You know what I mean? So, I... I need you guys all to just give us patience with this episode. It It's very hard for us to... As, as strong and as knowledgeable as I make you guys think that I am, I'm living every day with you guys. Yep. And I am... Little do they know. And and I'm bringing people who are going through it with me on. Yeah. And it's like... It it's okay to hit your version of rock bottom mm-hmm. and and that's what this episode is about. This episode is is literally about just like awareness in yourself mm-hmm. because you need to give yourself the credit to to be okay. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's super hard. And don't let the pressures of life get to you. But how can you not? How can you not? We gotta. Yeah. Your your parents I get it. honestly I get it. I get it. are telling try you, not to. I'm say try not to. No, I don't even know. How could you try true? not to? Our pa- our parents are constantly telling us, when you're 18, you're gonna move out. And when you're 18, da da da. When you're 18, da da. We gotta so, stop. We gotta stop pushing that narrative. So we. Gotta, I guess we. I guess it can start with us. My son's with me forever, girl. I know. He is with me forever. My friend said that too. She was like, girl, I'm going to give my son a bath. Yeah. So no. he blew in the face. No, no. no. <laughs> I am not giving my son a fucking bath. No, because they still don't know how to wash themselves. Okay, now, look. We about to, we about to black Girl. Okay. That's <laughs> no. That's a whole other subject. That's a whole other subject. <laughs> We're not there yet. No, my son better... Uh, washes ass right. Okay. But, you know, it's, it's beyond that. Like... It's, it's, I don't know. It's I, about being happy. It's our generation. Do what makes you happy. I, that's, you know, that's the message that I want to send out. Okay. Do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. I know nobody want to be homeless. I know nobody want to be broke. I know everybody want to eat at night. But there's ways to. But what happens when you listen to a champion's story? Listen. What happens Dude, when everybody you listen to Kanye. Everybody has their own story. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Stop Stop trying to live through other people's story. Live for your own story. People don't believe in that, though. Well, this is the message that we want to put out. Mm. Live for your own story. Mm-hmm. Because John Joe. Who? John Joe. Bitch. You know, John Joe. John Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Doe. Shit. I'm like John Joe. Sam Smith. I don't know. Fucking Anonymous. Lisa Frank. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Lisa Frank. Has just as a significant you know that word? Mm-hmm. Significant? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Inspirational. Everything. Mm-hmm. As Bitch, what? <laughs> no. <I'm- laughs> no. I know I talk, I'll be talking slow, a little slow. No, you lost me. No, okay, come on, let's go back. <laughs> my bad, my bad. She lost me for a second. <laughs> if, I mean... <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> she said, 
said Lisa Frank. Anyway, the point I was making was everybody is important in life. The end. Go, 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 go. <laughs> go, my girl. That's it. It just <laughs> we are we we are all important in life. That's all. and then we gonna talk about that a whole other day. And until that fucking day comes, we're gonna just you know be your little fave junkies in the bathroom on the floor giving you like the realest most vulnerable version of ourselves that we possibly can and with that we literally need to just mental health is very important yes i want to push it yes i want to push are we gonna push it i want to push people who are not there for their friends for mental health yeah because I find myself very stressed out, like, supporting my friend's mental health. But, like, I never take into consideration the support that they need to take to give me. Right. You know what I mean? And and so I always feel burdened. I always feel like I'm bothering people. I always feel like my problems are just not as important as what the world and the people around me are going through. So I, I... I... cave all my feelings in and I shelter myself Mm -hmm. and I naturally am just like to myself Mm -hmm. no especially and that that is one of the things a lot of things that a lot of uh, of us do with, with mental you know I would say disabilities is you know one thing I noticed when I was in the mental facility um, I noticed that all of us patients were all concerned about everybody else instead of ourselves. And I'm going to leave it on that note. It's because at the end of the day, we just want to be understood. We just want to be understood. So as complicated or honestly as easy as it sounds to anyone, there's like levels to this shit. There's levels to your emotions. That's why I feel like no one has a right to tell you that you shouldn't be mad at that because that's nothing. Or you, I mean, like, what do you mean you feel loved like anybody would do that? You know what I mean? It's like people set these standards for what you should and should not accept in your life. But, like, the thing that people fail to realize is that, like, you're living for yourself. Mm-hmm. Your version of happiness is not going to look like mine. Mm-hmm. And I think that our parents failed to kind of help us grasp or understand the fact that happiness is not what you see on Instagram. Because they didn't have Instagram. Mm. They didn't fucking have... You know, it's a whole new world. But it's not safe. It's not safe. I think that our parents were so focused on predators that they didn't realize the damage that just being online did to our mental health. Mm. Because we were learning it with them. Mm. We're still like, you know, I don't give a fuck about what anyone has to say about me being a young mom because I had Adam very young, and I'm growing up with him. But when I put life into a perspective, I'm just like, my mom had me at the right age, and I'm still going through a struggle. 
Mm-hmm. I still don't feel supported by her. Mm. I still don't feel loved by her. Mm. Not, I mean, you know, not what I deserve. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. now that I'm a parent, or even to people who aren't parents, people who are nieces and nephews, who have nieces and nephews, who feel like they're not getting enough. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not anyone to blame. It's literally, we're all going through every single day for the first time. By ourselves. Mm. And so that again for the people in the back. <laughs> we are all going through every day for the first time by ourselves. Boom. And you have no fucking room to judge anyone. And there's no there's no manual to life. There's no fucking right or wrong. It's I need to survive today. And mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we get pulled into things that society has bestowed on us. Like, you know, 18, go to college. 22, get married. 27, have kids. What do you do after that? Mm. (laughs) To be continued. This bitch. I love her. I love you too. Shout out to Sean. Thank you for having me. I love you. Oh, I'm I'm, going to be back. The next episode. I think I should add a mini Sean series. I think you should. A little Sean? Tag like a little John. Oh. Bye. <laughs>